Welcome to Healthy Energy with Margo. In our show, we explore the various ways we can connect to our energy and shift our perspective to create change in our being and in life. Now, here is your host, Margo Nielsen. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, depending on where you are at. Welcome to Healthy Energy with Margo. I'm excited to be with you again today, and we have Peter Nielsen as my guest. I've invited him on the show today, not just because he is my husband, but because his journey through life has had its share of ups and downs and bumps in the road, and the way he has chosen to learn from those experiences is a true inspiration to others. He is an author, and we will hear about his book a bit later, a speaker and a coach. Peter truly believes in being himself and encourages others to do the same. His passion for life and sharing has brought joy to many. So welcome, Peter, and thank you for joining me today. Thank you very much for having me. So our conversation today is going to be about the power of the mind. Peter, can you share with us what the power of the mind means to you? Well, to me, the power of the mind is getting rid of that would have, could have, should have. Mostly is, is other people's words and opinions and ideas of what you should be doing and my re- way of getting uh, rid of these is basically staying focused, staying clear, and staying strong. And to me, is the power of the mind is being strong within your own being. So is it something that you've always done, or you grew up that way, or, or how did you cultivate that? I uh, basically grew up in a great family, uh, a very strong family, very mind uh, mindful family. And so I've always had it, but mostly in my younger years, it was probably be more subconsciously rather than consciously. And as I aged, it became more conscious that I knew what my mind could do. And when I stayed focused on what I wanted and was totally clear and strong, that's when I was able to uh, connect with a lot of things that I want in life. So when you were 17, this is one of the bumps in the road that presented to you. You had a major car accident. Can you maybe share with us a little bit about that and how you were able to still use the power of your mind to heal yourself and come out of it on the better end? Definitely. Uh, I was very fortunate. I can't remember waking up that morning or for two weeks after. I was in a coma for the two weeks. Uh, a lot of people here today and probably this uh, hearing for the first time uh, that I was in a major accident. Um, I broke my pelvis, uh, my femur, a collapsed lung, a punctured lung, a concussion, broken jaw, uh, and a host of other injuries uh, that basically I've gone through. And as I have went through the hospital state, my mother, thank God for her, uh, she was able to uh, relay onto me that I was in an accident. And I was able over time to, okay, believe it, because I've got these pins hanging out of my legs and moving forward, I had to start to think of ways to get away from it. one of the times that I've, I've looked with being in the hospital, uh, a lot of the doctors were there seeing me at all times. And this one time I had a doctor come in and he basically was behind the curtains. I did not see him. And I was screaming for drugs. I was in pain. I needed something to relieve my pain. And I remember him saying, uh, this guy here really likes his drugs. And I don't know what that was, but on that day and that exact time, I became stronger than what anybody thought I could be. And I looked at the fact as mind over matter and to the fact is, okay, I don't need these drugs. I can go on without it. I became stronger than that. So my mind was stronger than the matter, which was my injuries. And as of that day, 1978, I've not taken any drugs for my pain. That's pretty remarkable, Peter. When you think of, you know, a, a comment like that from a doctor could sink somebody and they could, 
I don't know, maybe not heal as fast or whatever. And yet you seem to have taken this for a turning point in your life. To me, I look at that. It was a blessing. Uh, I needed that. I needed to, okay. I don't, I wouldn't say it to people that I've coached, but I needed the kick in the butt. I needed someone to say, okay, Hey, you need, don't need this. You've got something to get out of it. And I'm totally blessed with the fact that I, I've not been able to, or I have been able to uh, correct all my misgivings that I've had before and make it into a totally mindly matter. So do you feel that, you know, the mind over matter is a choice that we make in life? Is it, I don't know, is it a choice? Choice, uh, choice that's a good word because uh, in everything we do it in life, our grandparents, our parents, uh, heck, even we have done it. We've all made consciously or subconsciously a choice in our life, no matter what we do, good, right, wrong, bad, walk, drive, uh, negative, positive, everything that we do is we make as a choice. And I did, and I have, and I do believe mind over matter is a choice. Now, what about, you talked about the chitter chatter or the shoulda, woulda, couldas. It's pretty hard sometimes to tune that out. I know for me, I still get it in my head. Like I should have done this or I should have done that. So what are some of the ways that you are able to switch those up, maybe fire that chitter-chatter person and come back to being you holding your own? Well, that's being the strongest you can be as you power your mind. The chitter-chatter to me is one of the, the biggest cause for illnesses in all of everybody around because we're taking everybody else's opinions on what we should do and how we should do things. And when you start to listen to those chitter-chatter, that becomes part of your life. You'll have a whole dialogue within your head on this chitter-chatter and it starts to dent your armor. And your armor is your strongest portion, your antibodies, your, your, um, your basic immune system that, that looks after yourself, your muscles. Uh, over time, you, you know, you'll come with slumped shoulders, sunken chest, everything to go with it because that chitter chatter you're carrying on to. But once you get to the understanding, and I tell you right now, it, it's not easy. It is very tough because you are inundated with other people's words uh, and uh, opinions. And over time, that starts to beat you up. You have to become stronger than that. You have to build your armor up to as strong as it can. Not to disregard uh, feelings, but to know that this is going to be your strength that you have to carry on in life. So how are you able to do that? Mine is, is, a, is a conscious choice I make every day is, is that I do not take on the negative of other people. I do not take the other people's opinions. I do listen. I do appreciate what people say, uh, but I do not take it on as my own. It says I do have a clear vision of what I want in life, and that is to be a mind over matter attitude as I walk around. Do you have any tips for our listeners as to one way maybe to block out that chitter chatter or thank it and fire it? I say my biggest thing is, and I hope you all get a laugh over it, is comedy. I, I love comedy and, and basically where you can let your mind be, I let your mind get clear and that you become to focus is start looking at comedies, any comedies. It doesn't have to be uh, anything serious or like, of course, of course, comedy. It's not going to be serious. <laughs> no. but. But what you get in is it, it, it to be a romantic comedy or whatever. I've got uh, Robin Williams is still my favorite because he, his improv is absolutely unbelievable. Russell Peters nowadays, there's so many that are out there. Uh, back in the old days, it's the VHS. Then we go to DVDs. Now we got the PVRs. So it's so easy to click up comedies that you can just relax, sit back, let yourself laugh, allow yourself to be filled up with, with something other than other people's chitter chatter. Well, and there's nothing like a good laugh. Oh, to me, I always love laughter. Have you ever so done that's any laughter met. yoga? 
we've done some laughter yoga when we were over in South Africa. Oh. Actually, on a birthday of one of our uh, good friends while we were over there, Courtney Ward, love her. Uh, and she, while we were over there, she was having her birthday, and she wanted five minutes of laughter. Ten minutes. We had to minutes. laugh for ten minutes. See, it was so fast. Try doing that, quick. everybody. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> have a good chuckle. You also get ab work done when you have a good laugh like that. I actually had a friend that that's what we would do is we would just end up laughing for no reason whatsoever. And her boyfriend would look at us and say, what the heck are you laughing about? Which would just start us all over again, continuing to laugh. So we got laughter as something. Do you do any meditation or prayers or anything else that kind of helps to tune out? I know for me, I'll, I'll ask who does it belong to? Cause a lot of that stuff I believe is not really ours. Um, Mine is a conscious choice. Again, is on it. And do it. Do I do prayers? Prayers are, is 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 a huge thing. And I do believe that there is a stronger being. I don't care who you believe in. There is someone bigger than all of us. And as long as you believe and you believe your prayers are going to be answered, things will be what you would like them to be. Um, I look at the fact is, is I uh, put through a meditation as I drive to work every day, uh, which I'm blessed. I take SkyTrain, so I don't have to really focus on the driving. Uh, and I do a kind of a meditation of basically how my day would like to be and on what I would like to create out of that day of who I am going to meet and how I'm going to be able to uh, learn new things uh, that I'd be able to carry on to my life uh, going forward. So you actually consciously create your day. You're thinking about what your day might look like, who you might meet, who you might brighten up their day, you might smile at somebody. So that would be one way for us is to kind of plan out our day and consciously look at what do we want to create today? What That is true. It, it's to me, it's the biggest portion of my day. The five days a week that I'm going downtown is huge. I also do that on the weekend. But to me is when you're able to plan out your day, you've already got it written down. You already know what you're looking for in life. You already know that, that what you want to create and who you want to create it with. And when you do happen to see these people, it's it's just like you've already had a conversation with them before because it just falls into place. So you start as you see those people during the day, you kind of, if you see them on a regular basis, the smile becomes more, you have, you know, you start having a relationship as you go along. That's true. Relationships are big in anything we do in our lifetime. So smiling at people, I'll give you an example of what a friend of mine we used to do. We'd walk with this man. Or we'd, we'd walk every morning and we'd see this older gentleman and we'd smile at him and he never did do it for the longest time. And then he started smiling at us and then he was the one that would say good morning to us. So by us being us and just sharing a little bit more about ourselves, we can truly make a difference in other people's lives. That's you true. Agree? I true, truly agree. Um, so you talked a little bit about armor and that's kind of our protection in a way and our immune system. So by us being more of us, we tend to do far better for us in that way of taking care of ourselves because you're somebody who doesn't get sick very often. No, I, well, I don't believe I ever get sick. I've had so many people telling me that you never get sick. And so they're reaffirming to the world and to myself that I don't get sick. But when you allow, and this going back to your armor, when you allow other people to continue to burn you down, you start to get nicks into your armor, which is your antibodies and the rest of it, your immune system. But where you continue to build yourself up, continue to build that armor to protect yourself, you no longer will need the, the news for, for any type of vitamins and all the rest of it to move forward in life. For myself, 
that is my thing. So I, I, I look at the fact of building myself up at all times. So do we really need protection? Or do we just take in that energy from the universe and move forward with that? Sure. I, I agree. There was this lady that I met every day, just one of these ladies that were just never smiling, head down the whole nine yards. So I took it upon each day that I did meet her, and I met her every day on my way into work. I smiled. And it, you know, over time over there, she kind of get a crack on her face and that. And then it became good morning. And then it became have yourself a great day. And I got to say today is, is it's a joy to see her. The smile that on her face when she sees me across the room is enlightening. It is, it is so nice to see that what I've done, something so small, costs me nothing except a smile. And yet you get the gift of it, really. I totally get the gift out of it. That is pretty awesome. So everybody go out there and smile at the people that you meet <laughs> and see what you can do. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about Peter's experiences using his mind as he's gone through a few other things. So stay tuned and we'll be right back with you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You probably don't spend too much time talking about that place down there. Why not? There's now a show where that's mostly what we talk about and so much more. It's the Womb Happy Hour with host Lorraine Giordano. It's all about your body and the magical power you possess. Guys, you might want to tune in too. There's no reason to be squeamish. Listen for the Womb Happy Hour, broadcasting live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. There is a difference in health and wellness programs. There can be mainstream programs, and then there is something extra. That something extra is called tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper. If you want to hear some behind-the-scenes talk radio when it comes to health and wellness, the why as well as the how, be sure to tune in each week. This show will inspire you to be healthy and happy for life, as well as become the best version of yourself. Listen Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Healthy Energy with Margo. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. 
or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Here again is Margot Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Peter, you were involved with sales for many years. Could you tell us a little bit how about how you utilize the power of your mind with your customers, what you brought to the day, what you how you were able to cultivate and create um, relationships and knowing people in the store maybe or... I think that was a huge thing that what you just said is relationship. Um, in all my sales, and it's been was a few years that I was in sales, well over 20, is I brought relationships into it. And the big thing is I went out, I never sold a product. I always sold me first. The product came second. Is selling yourself in everything you do, the power that you have that you bring to the table is immensely. Uh, we'll just go quickly things with, with, with a lot in there is I made relationships with anyone from the stocking boys all the way up to the managers. A lot of places within the store I had no contact or didn't have to have any contact with, but I made relationship with. And I became a person that was now putting my product in areas that it should not have been or they were not uh, escort to go in there, meaning that they were supposed to go in, such as in the dairy. I was in the meat business, and I had product going into the dairy, uh, basically as your bacon and that to emerge with your with your eggs. I had it going into the um, uh, produce department. Uh, not something I always eat a whole bunch of produce, as Margot knows, but uh, I will try my best in the future to continue. You better to- <laughs> because it's good for you. <laughs> But I started, I made relationships and, and that's how I basically do when you sell yourself uh, in everything you do. I brought the fact of me, um, I got to learn immensely about other people and that was helping me through the day as I, I went along and, and, it, and it still helps me up to this, uh, to my life. Um, being able to put stuff into the other, other people's areas of the store uh, was huge success for our company and it brought our, our more our awareness to our product. And again, it's not the product I sold, I sold me. And I was able to get it into the or get it into the areas of the store because they knew who I was and I was there for them. That's pretty amazing. So the more that you get to know people and share of yourself, it helps. So that would for anybody in life, the more that you are able to talk to people, find out a little bit more about them, what makes them tick, what might make them want to deal with you because I know that you know throughout the times of sales we've gotten to go on to many different um, football games or things like that and and you know I'd always hear about you that you know Peter really brings that joy and the light into the day and I think that when we do that no matter where we are what we what we're doing whether it's you know whether you're a, a dishwasher or something fancy a manager of this or whatever it is you bring that essence of you and you can brighten people's day. I look at the fact is, and I do apologize, Marco, but I look at the fact is that we are all equal. Every single one of us are equal. And what can we bring for another person? And we're all here to help each other. And it doesn't matter what avenue in life you have or, or what vehicle you're driving in life. Uh, we are all here for each other. And the more we start to realize that we're not in this alone. And you hear so much help that is out there. And if you build a relationship, that help could be the person sitting next to you in the bus. I agree with you, Peter. I think, you know, being there for each other is something that's that's dear to my heart is that when we are there for somebody, we help each other. We can True. grow together. True. Now, over time, 
computers came along. It's not where you started with when you were doing sales. And it still seems kind of funny at times. But I know you was something, you know, you're in the older generation. You didn't know technology uh, as well. What was that? I'm older? Older generation, yes. Older generation. I would fit me in that category okay. too, okay? okay. <laughs> we, we didn't grow up like the kids these days in school with computers and everything and cell phones and whatnot. So when that came in, how did that affect you? And how did you work with it? Well, huge. I'll tell you how I worked with this to start with. Uh, we were told to bring laptops in and you're supposed to make sure you're looked after. And you do everything by technology and so on and so forth of putting product on the shelves. And honestly, between me and you and you now thousands of other people, um, I only brought that computer in when my boss was on my driver around with. Other than that, <laughs> I walked in with myself. And generally, I seen a lot of customers during the day because generally I was in the stores for half an hour. And I was able to get my point across, the product on the shelf, and new products brought in within a short time. Whereas the new company with the technology, you stayed in the store for an hour. You did this PowerPoint presentation, uh, which I didn't like doing, but I've learned from there and I do an awesome PowerPoint presentation. Uh, but they wanted you to stay there for a long time. So you're taking up more of their time and their time is valuable. They're not there for us. They're there to make sure that their customers are looked after. And if we're taking up that time, they can't do that. So I looked at the fact as, okay, well, technology is good in a lot of sense, but doesn't work for me. And again, I just moved forward of, of selling everything I could, being in there the shortest amount of time and giving them as much bang for their buck for me. So what I'm hearing you say is that you had an idea of how something could be. Somebody else had a different idea. It didn't quite work for you, but you did it your way. And yet you kind of played the game when they showed up. Uh, yes, it's all about game playing. So you would encourage people to follow what feels light and right for them. That is true. You, you got to follow your heart at the end of the day. It's, it's you're the one that puts your head on your pillow at nighttime, not everyone else. So you got to make sure you have a good night's sleep and it's your head that's on the pillow. So that would, again, be blocking out the other people's shoulds. Because I know I've, I've felt that quite a way. There's always a system or something in place. And... For me, I don't quite fit the systems either. Uh, I know that, Mark. I know. Did I say <laughs> that that may be why we got married, right? <laughs> um, throughout the sales career, you, with the company that you were with, you were you went through a few takeovers, and I'm sure a lot of people have been in boats like that. So, what could you offer our listeners as to how to manage, handle, be with that? Uh, with the changes, with the company takeovers and all that, uh, to me, they were blessings. It's, it's got something new, new products, new people to meet, uh, new ideas to go with. Um, but at the end of the day, I want everyone to just taste things, especially if you're going to go through buyouts or anything to go along with that, is that it comes down to you. You can replace the position. You can't replace the person. And if you are the person who I believe everybody is, or we all have the power, it's unbelievable. And when you walk away from that, you know that you're going to be, everything's going to be fine. So it's a belief in yourself. I know it's stressful just working with people in corporate accounts and just as things change, change can be a hard thing for people. Yes. Anything we do in our life is not easy at the start, but it can be. We just don't have to put, again, all that extra chitter chatter on top of it to make it any tougher than it is. We just got to know our focus. We got to stay clear with it and be strong. I remember when you were going through a few of the takeovers, one of the book that they asked you to read was Who Moved My Cheese? 
Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> and it was about doing the same thing over and over again. And then one of them decided something had to be different and wanted to go a different route. And the other one didn't. And the one that went the different route because he was willing to explore did a lot better. True. Expand your horizons. This is all gives us an opportunity to learn. Remember, we never stopped learning when we left school. We stopped learning when we pass away. So continue learning, folks, please. That's a good idea. Peter, you had eventually received a buyout from this company. And, you know, many people have received buyouts too. And it can be very difficult to, okay, now what? But for you, you seem to, you know, do okay with that. Why was that? What was your reaction to this? And how did you handle it? Can I just say first, thank you, thank you, thank you. I was blessed. It, it, it gave me an opportunity. I wanted it. There, again, as their vision changed from mine, from away from what I wanted to do within the stores. And the stores knew it. And, they, you know, we've all talked about this. So it basically came to the fact is that once a buyout came there, I took it, took a big smile on my face. So it spent 22 years uh, with this company and which went through a few buyouts in that. They had a huge product recall. And I'll tell you right now to all those people that are all those salespeople that were part of this company during the recall, you guys are the ones that kept this company afloat, not the, the technology that they brought in. Uh, and I wish you guys all well. But I took the fact is that I was able to write my book, able to move forward. Um, I was able to, a friend of mine was uh, going through some health challenges, was able to spend some time with him, which was enlightening. I learned a lot. And it has given me an opportunity to do more of what I wanted to do. So as you wrote this book, you thought that you would retire at the age of 52. Now everybody knows maybe how old you are, but... Um, <laughs> What made you go back and go to work? 52. I think I'm only 53 now, but that could be uh, my math was never the strongest part of my <laughs> life. But the one thing is, 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 is with one that is, is to writing and being able to create what I was able to do um, offered me the opportunities. And I looked at the fact is after writing the book and I'm looking around and uh, I'm saying, I need people. And it's not, I love you, Margot, but I need I need people. <laughs> I know, I'm life. not your person. I work from I'm, home and, <laughs> you know, it was lovely having you around, but sometimes you were in the way. <laughs> no offense, Peter. <laughs> but no, I needed people. And to me, that's what makes me grow. Uh, that's, that creates my juices. It, it, it just, I love just, I love people. I love hearing about their history, what I hear about their life. Um, if you have an opportunity, go to an old folks home, talk to a person. There's so much history we can learn. I've learned, again, more from talking to people than I ever learned in school. Sorry, teachers. Well, I would agree because um, personal experience with people is, is pretty amazing. I know, you know, my clients, my elderly clients, I've always really loved them just because they do. They bring a wealth of knowledge and they want to share it. They want somebody to listen to. So listening to other people is a big part of life. And, and, you know, so often we don't listen, we'll say something, but we've already formed another conversation in our head. And, and this is a good learning experience today for me to hear you. And uh, where do we go next? Like, where do we take it to in that so, way? I think the one big thing you just said there is listening. Listening is a gift. If you're out there, folks, please listen, listen, listen. You'll learn so much sometimes. And I'm going to be a big thing because I love to speak. I love to talk. Everyone knows that. I'm a talker. But the biggest thing is I've learned the most is when I shut up. So just listen. Listening's big. I think it's uh, empowering in, in many ways. And I have a lot of people that love to talk to me and love to tell me things. And I am a good listener just for that. And part of what I do, that's, that's what it's all about, is they get to share some things that maybe they've not shared. And I'm sure that 
you have, and I know recently you've been able to help many people as they've gone through different struggles in their life and, and trying to figure out what they want to do. You've been able to help them by listening. And a lot of it is just listening. You bet. There was a word here and there to help people out. But the big thing is listen. So when we come back, we're going to hear from Peter as what he does as a coach and what sets him apart. So stay tuned and we will see you in a few. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Too many times, the medical profession tries to treat addicts with addictive medication. It's like putting them in a chemical straitjacket. This only masks the problem, but does nothing to cure it. The allopathic model for treating addiction has turned out to be a huge failure. The holistic model holds much more promise for treating and curing addiction. On Total Health Recovery, from addiction to super health. Join host Sadhu Khalsa and his guests to learn about treatments and services that work. Learn how to heal yourself and transform your life. Listen Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Addiction can affect our relationships, our families, our home, and work lives. But most importantly, ourselves. The recovery process can do wonders in the lives of people suffering from active addiction and also for those that love them. It's not just 12-step programs, but so much more. It's learning how to live life on life's terms. If you can relate to these issues or love someone who does, start with yourself. Start by tuning in to Miracles in Recovery with host Ray Lynch, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Hope is in your corner. Today's woman faces a stressful world when it comes to staying healthy. We are bombarded by media messages with contradicting ideas about fitness and nutrition. We need to keep our diet, relationships, and stress in check. It's time to get the right message and have the most fun. Join hosts Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fenighouse for Healthy View Radio. It's health and happiness in one show every Thursday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Healthy Energy with Margo. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margo. Here again is Margo Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margo. And we are here with Peter and Peter, as a coach, what would you say sets you apart or something that is, is your strength in coaching? Uh, I think that your, your, your word right there is just says is I look at people's strengths. Um, there's so many people that in life, uh, they go to gyms, they go, they go to doctors, they go to all over the place because they have weaknesses and they want to correct those weaknesses. Whereas I look, and especially do well coaching, um, I see people expand once they have heard about their strengths, and you focus on their strengths, and you build upon their strengths. Um, I look at the fact, it's not the right way, but things, but I look on the fact is here, is I look at the, the stronger you become in one thing, no one will notice your weak things. And, but I look at on the fact is you start to build and get a person's confidence and build themselves up to where that they can stand on their own and work themselves 
those weaknesses will start to heal. Those weaknesses will start to build. They'll start to create a bigger life for what they have. But to me, you have to start with the strength. I don't look at the fact of starting with weaknesses because you're putting a person down. You're trying to build upon something that they're not good at. And what if they don't get good at for a long time? Whereas if they're strong and you can continue to build that strength, those other stuff will come along. It's just, it's it's natural. You, you know, the wind blows, takes the whole ship with it. Well, I've watched you as you've coached both our kids in many sports along the way, whether it be soccer or hockey or baseball. I've watched the difference that you've made. I remember one baseball game where you didn't come because you weren't, it was one of those odd days that you weren't <laughs> feeling very good. And we went to the baseball field and I want to just say all hell broke loose. And then you decided that you were going to come. And do you remember that day? Yes, and I do. You, remember what very, was, very it well. was your presence, obviously, but you stepped in and did what? Basically, I came in is, is the, I have respect. And the one thing is, is I respect everyone that I, I work with and people respect me. And I think when I walked in, is it was okay, I calmed down. Our coaches were not uh, on the same level. They were fighting within each other, and that shows with the kids. And I just came in, stepped in, uh, made some adjustments, and everyone respected that, and they all played as a team. I think also something that I've noticed in you is when there is a problem or something is going on, you're just willing to walk in and solve it as opposed to try to lay blame. Would you say that helps people yes like in in how you've done it it is in uh, anything to that me, you what, do. what is what does blame get you blame gets you people that, that are not feeling good about themselves um I, I again you you're, you're searching for someone for a reason rather than looking for a solution you're looking for a reason to blame someone so you don't have to go for that solution is i am more solution oriented and that means dropping everything you've got going into the fire yes getting burnt but coming out there still smelling okay and we all need to do that. We can all follow the masses standing around with our cell phones, taking pictures of a car accident, or you can go in there to open up a door and get a person else. Step up and step in and help. Something that had popped into my head, something that I had said last week is, is taking those compliments. So in, in finding that strength in yourself is either take something that you've done good in a day or taking the compliments of somebody and adding it to a book so that you can build upon those strengths and, let go of the weaknesses and, and years ago working with somebody they liken things on a scale of one to ten and where is those things on the scale of one to ten and if it was at a four maybe you don't want to put your energy into it but if it was at a seven or eight maybe you want to build that to a ten so that's kind of like building your strength and yeah. how you've done with people definitely and it's amazing when you says putting on a paper or something like this is technology has creeped its way into my life and stuff like that <laughs> and i have received a lot of accolades uh, which i really appreciate and thank you thank you all um but i carry them on my computer and basically on the days that i'm not feeling as top notch as i normally do what you get oh, that <laughs> <laughs> i do take a look at these ones here and i am so blessed with people that that feel the way they do and and to me at the end of the day is that's what we're here to we're, we're here to build everyone else up and yes you guys build me up too so i thank you and i keep all all the accolades that i receive and they are my my guiding light to on the days that is i'm not as strong or my light is a little bit dimmer than it normally is so when you're at work now like i know you've helped a few people 
either move on to a different job because they weren't quite happy where they're at or whatever. So what are you what are you doing with them? Just talking to them, listening to them, or guiding them, directing them? The big thing is listening because listening, you get a lot of uh, a lot of uh, your answers you need. A lot of times they'll answer their own questions, right? The big thing they just need to get it out. But the whole thing is is there is showing what their strength is, what they want to do instead of trying to to fit into the status quo. Uh, you find that light that they have and then continue to build upon that, continue to talk on on that, allow them to have their space to come up to their own reasoning. But the one thing is, is again, still looking at the fact of what they're good at. Now, you have a pretty powerful story to share. Would you mind sharing that with us of how you being you, stepping in and just being there for somebody on a regular basis was able to make a huge change in their life. Uh, definitely. Um, this one here goes back quite a few years back when I was in the meat business uh, down in old portion of Vancouver. Um, and I used to go down this place here every Tuesday. And it basically is a, is a industry with basically you have uh, shops and you have housing. They're all within the same thing. And I usually about two or three blocks. I had to park my car away every, every Tuesday. And as I walked up to this place here, I would see this lady who was selling her wares, as, as you may be. So she never asked. I never questioned. We just moved on. It was used to start off with just hello, hello, hello. And as it progressed here, she used to call me Mr. Olympic. And I used to wear my company jacket, which is, say, Olympic on it. So she, that was his name or my name. And as I walked each week, I, was, you know, I used to notice that she seemed hungry. So I used to drop her off for an apple or a burger that I bought or a breakfast or, or whatever I had. And even sometimes a sandwich Margot gave me um, that she made the night before. And as we went on, as she came in, says, I says, you know, my name is Mr. Olympic. My name's Peter. And she says, my name's Cheryl. And that's my real name. And so we built our relationship, continued to go from there. And as we progressed, um, you got a little bit more. And each time as I did leave, as I used to say, is take care of yourself call your mom and dad. Me being a new parent of two young kids, that was a big thing to me is, is if anything ever happened to my kids, I want them to call us to at least let us know that there was always an open door for them. Um, this one day, uh, well, probably a good two or three months into seeing her in that is she had a black eye and, um, sorry. As, um, as I went up to her, whatever like this, I kind of put my arms open kind of saying, What's up? And she says it was a, a bad date. Some guy uh, took his anger out on her, which was not a cool thing. Um, after that, um, I never seen her the next week and uh, or the week after that or the week after that. She wasn't there. So uh, I told Margot, I got to go find her. And uh, I was like worried. This is this is a person that this is another human being. And Margot says, Peter, you're married. You've got two young kids. It's not your journey. And. I listened, and that, that's true. It's not my journey. We all have to go through our own journey to get you know, by ourselves to figure it all out. And I did. I never forgot her, but I didn't do it. I changed territories and all that. Not by choice, whatever. You just go out and change territories to move off to different people. And uh, it wasn't until many, many moons later. I'm downtown working on a Sunday, and I'm there early at work and stuff like this. And uh, I go up to Starbucks for coffee. And as I'm walking up to the door, I thank my father right now for making me a gentleman. I held the store open for this very striking lady right behind me and stuff like this. And as I opened the door and um, she looked at me and she says, uh, are you Mr. Olympic? And I said, 
Sorry. Take a deep breath. It's all right, Peter. It's a pretty, pretty powerful story, really, of what uh, we can do for other people. And I said, the only person who ever called me Mr. Olympic was Cheryl. It was my friend Cheryl. And she says, Peter, I'm Cheryl. And uh, the tears that they are uh, rolling up in my eyes right now and in hers, we gave each other the biggest, beautiful hug we ever could give. Uh, we went inside, we talked, and we talked for at length and stuff like this. And, and again, to hear her, she says, I remember, Peter, the last time I seen you, I had a black eye. And I always wanted to come see you again to find out what's happening in that. And we never did. Uh, life doesn't bring us, the, the, you know, the roses every time that you need flowers. Uh, but we did meet again. And uh, she is now married, two kids. Uh, she's working with uh, as a counselor for down, downtown news. And she's with her mom and dad. And, you know, I'm blessed, totally blessed to find out about it and stuff like this. And I think we all do great things for people in life. And I was just totally blessed to have a person come back into my life so many moons later. And just to let you know, and this is Margot, I haven't changed much, I think. Because if I, that's been 20 odd years, I could still be looking pretty good. <laughs> Sorry, folks. So by you just being with her and telling her to call her mom, was that after the black eye, what she just decided to go and do. So you she had made that impact on She it. went into, actually, she told me she went into a, a rehab place, a safe house uh, for women, which they do have that uh, in the downtown east side. Uh, she went in there to to clean herself up. Uh, I think, from what I remember, is that, is that she says what the, the, the hurt that was in my eyes was the one that changed. And that I couldn't do nothing for her, and she was the one that had to do it for herself. And to me, if, if, if I was able to give her that little, one little the, one little piece of advice, she took it. Thank you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, she is a, she's a, a beautiful lady, and I am so, so happy for her. That's pretty powerful, Peter, by you just, you know, some people wouldn't talk to people like that on the, on the street. So to be able to do that, and I know, I won't ask you to share this one, but I know you've made that difference in somebody else with your book recently, and it was another lady that was on, on the street. So you going out by being you and caring, basically caring, having some kindness for other people is making a difference. We're all equal. We're every single one of us are equal. There's 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 no one bigger or better than anyone else. We all offer something to this world. And if we can spend just two minutes of our day or five minutes of our day to help another person, that's what we're here for. We're all here to help things because there's going to be a time that we're going to need help. And it's I believe in karma. And I believe really huge in karma. And what you do for others, you'll get coming back to you in, in tenfold. That's pretty amazing, too, that you actually, I mean, fate and law of attraction and all that idea of meeting her years later and having the witness to what you did and to know, to have that um, satisfaction that she made it. Yeah. And by you paying that attention to her turned her life around so what if we were doing that on a regular basis in life is being there to hold somebody's hand when they need it kick them in the pants when they need it because sometimes we get stuck in our story and it's time to move out of it and somebody needs to do something for us right that's true pull yourself up by your bootstraps thanks mom for that little quote <laughs> <laughs> well and it's true right i mean we yeah. do we do i mean i've been there i know you've been there where sometimes we just get stuck in our story and it's time to move on and and 
you know, not saying that if anybody's story is any worse or any better or whatever, it's just sometimes time to move on. So we're going to go to a break. And when we come back, Peter's going to tell us all about his book that he has out. So come on back and hear what that's about. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Too many times, the medical profession tries to treat addicts with addictive medication. It's like putting them in a chemical straitjacket. This only masks the problem, but does nothing to cure it. The allopathic model for treating addiction has turned out to be a huge failure. The holistic model holds much more promise for treating and curing addiction. On Total Health Recovery, from addiction to super health. Join host Sadhu Khalsa and his guests to learn about treatments and services that work. Learn how to heal yourself and transform your life. Listen Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent, inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision-making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson and Sharon Hennepin, breast cancer survivors and advocates. They help by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to Healthy Energy with Margot. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Here again is Margot Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Peter, you have written a book. Can you tell me what it was like writing a book? I know it's been a dream of yours for a long time. And when you got the bio, it actually gave you the time to write it. So tell us a little bit about writing it, what it's called, and maybe a little bit about what it is about. Uh, it's See it, say it, feel it. The universe will show it. Uh, and it's about what basically you put out, uh, you'll get coming back, is as far as not just within your mind, but within your actions. It doesn't matter what vehicle you take. You could walk, you could run, you can drive a car. But as long as you're moving forward toward your dream, that's the vehicle you want to use. To me, it was in the writing and the aspect of putting on to my life. Um, I was very fortunate to have a mother and a grandmother close 
dad was still there. Dad was very strong, but he gave the household and the kids to mom. And she raised us to all, all 10 of us in the family to absolutely fantastic. I'm nine out of 10. So I'm the youngest, one of the youngest in our family, just to let everyone know that makes me, they're older than I, I guess. Um, it basically in the book, they've got the segments of chitter chatter, what, what you can do and how can you move it forward, uh, or get it out of your life and how can you use things. I've also, I'm a big person to being very, uh, appreciative of yourselves and celebrating who you are. I have a, instead of the, woe is me, it's, whoa, it's me, right? <laughs> um, you've got a section on, on basic gratitude. This is a big portion in life. Uh, and don't just be thankful, uh, when things are going well. Uh, be thankful when you're going through hell. Uh, it's a, it's the same thing. You have to be thankful for whatever we get in life because we're learning as we're going along. Uh, we grow bigger uh, from what we go through. Uh, that's always things. And that's part of in the book of how you do things, of how you look at things to what you do. Um, being about yourself, uh, being the fact of, of, of with the gratitude on where you can move yourself within life, uh, with other people itself. Be thankful for what they do for you, for someone holding a door. You'll start to notice more people holding doors open for you. Uh, we're allowing everyone to understand. Um, I've got a, a segment in there about old sayings. Uh, one of the sayings that is in there is from my mom is, uh, pull yourself up your bootstraps. And my mom here uh, was never a diagnosed or, or, or given a certificate saying that she's a coach, but she coached so many people back in her days. Uh, but at the end of their story, mom listened. She listened with her heart and everyone felt good about it. But at the end of the story, she says, okay, it's time. Let's pull yourself up by your bootstraps. And that is a stain from back in, in, in the, the war times, which mom and dad went through. Uh, they used to have bootstraps yeah, to holding your boots on so they didn't fall off in the mud and all that stuff there. Uh, you always had to pull them up. And, and that's a strength that when I heard my mom say that, even if she said it to herself, I found strength within myself on that. Uh, so there's a lot of great, great, great articles in there. There's a big portion in there is being about yourself or walking into your own light as I am. And uh, basically what I do is every morning I put my hands on my hip, looking in the mirror and say, I am Peter C. Nielsen. Uh, this is so powerful that sometimes at our, at our parties that we have, when my friends see me putting my hands on, the, on my hip, they come out and say, I am Peter C. Nielsen. Now that's pretty damn powerful because they're not me yet. I'm only here myself. <laughs> But there, everything is in life is, 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 again, we look for our strengths. And this book here gives you strength within yourself. It gives you ways to work through it. Uh, my father-in-law, Phil, actually, that's not his name. Father, Phil stands for father-in-law. But uh, he has a mind over matter uh, attitude and person of life. He was had uh, angliospongylitis. Is that what it was called, Ankylosing spongylitis arthritis. Yeah. So at a very, very early age. So to see Margot's technology, she read all that stuff there. But I learned how to a, say it. At an early age, he was diagnosed and he was told that he wouldn't be walking in a few years or, or very tough on walking in that. And uh, he went on with this uh, mind over matter attitude and exercise uh, he was playing golf three times a week up into his 80s. Now, that's something that I would love to do, as long as it's okay with Margot. Uh, if you take Mar me with you, sure, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you. So it just shows you what you can do. And that they, they give you tips in the book of, of how you can create your life and how you can move forward and how you can make a better life for yourself. Can you see us as old golfing like that? <laughs> Margot, we're old. According to you, we're old now. We're no, golfing. we're not old. <laughs> Older than the technology that's been out there. So your book is a bit like the law of attraction, what you put out there, because having been very intimate with this book in this last week, because we did we did edit it, so I've, I've been reading it and reading it and reading it. It's about some of the times that 
Peter and I had an idea and we put it out there. And one of them was our, our, we have a place at Black Mountain Ranch I mentioned last week. And it was something we'd gone up to Harrison and we thought we want something an hour to an hour and a half away. And you know what, by doing that, we actually put it out there. And I don't know how many, it was a number of years later, but something showed up. It was Black Mountain Ranch through my sister in law had a place down there we went and we we had it done within a, a couple of weeks we bought this place so by putting a desire out there by focusing on it an action moving towards it and allowing yourself to receive i think yeah. receiving is a big part of it so peter is there another book in the making like are you continuing to write or how do you reach your people um, I am continuing to write. I actually published a uh, a thought every day called under Daily Peterisms on Facebook. And I'd also put it out through email at uh, mindlymatters at uh, gmail.com. Uh, these are all free. Uh, these are some ways to move your life during that day or, or for your life, for that matter. And I'm also writing a book, and it's called From the Book of Peterisms. And what they are is 88 short stories of things that have happened in my life and have been very profound to me or things that can change another person's life uh, to, to make it a much more fuller and uh, easier way to move forward in your life. And when can we expect this book? Do you have a, a date in mind? Or? Well, our last book that we did, uh, See It, Say It, Feel It, The Universal Show It, uh, we self-published through Creative Space. Great people, great help. Uh, they give you so much support in making sure that your books gets out there. Um, so I don't know if I want to self-publish or, or put it out to a publisher, but we're probably looking within the next two to three months. Uh, the book will be launched at some point or the other through it, either by ourselves or through a publisher. I'd like to see it go through a publisher myself because I did a lot of the work <laughs> and the English language. Oh my gosh. It's certainly uh, interesting to learn from and you look it up on the internet and oh dear. But you did awesome. This is why that's your strength. It's not it's mine. It's not so necessarily <laughs> my strength. And I have heard recently it's not wise to do everything yourself. True, true, true that. But you did an absolutely fantastic job and I thank you very much, Marvel. So we can find the book, See It, Say It, Feel It, The Universe will show it on Amazon.ca and Amazon.ca. Right now it's in book Comments, form. Comments, yeah, I think, yeah. We Sorry. are looking to do it on Kindle. I was looking at that yesterday and decided it was over my head for yesterday. <laughs> you can reach Peter and on Facebook. It's Peter C. Nielsen, and you can get into the daily Peterisms and see what he has to share to... On Facebook, just put uh, just put in, which goes up very quickly. My whole name's on there, but the very first words are going to be Daily Peterisms. No one else has a Peterism, singular, sorry. Uh, daily Peterism, no one else has, has that, so you'll go right onto my site. There you have it. You can also, there was something else I was going to add in there, and it went right out of my Mindy head. Matters at gmail.com if you're looking for an email directly towards you. There. All blind copied, and we do not sell our, our list. There you go. So... You may purchase this book if you so choose. Get some inspiration from it. It has inspired many people. I know in doing the editing on it this week and the conversations I've had, it's amazing how many people are using the same things in the same words. Same with taking care of yourself. Same idea. We're all out there to nurture our bodies, nurture ourselves, and be the best of who we can be. Next week, we are going to have my guest, Carolyn Sinclair, and our topic is going to be change. It really can be easy. 
So I'd love for you to join us and see what kind of tools and tips that Carolyn has to share with us. Until next week, do something kind for yourself. Have some fun and create some magic in the world. Have a good laugh or two because we all need to have fun. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening. Be sure to join your host, Margo Nielsen, for another edition of Healthy Energy with Margo. We're live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. What positive energy can you attract in the coming week? 